We are rolling. Wow. I just heard some disturbing news from my friend and partner, Jack Carpenter. It's not that disturbing. Just say it one more time. We don't have to include this, but just say it while that red button is on what you just told me. This weekend. Oh, my God. October 26th. Sure. Was the first time. Oh, my God. Since March. No. That I have ever washed my mask. Oh, my God. Why would you tell people that? I thought I could trust you. I, obviously not. We have a red recording button. How did it? How did that happen? Well, to be fair, most of the time I wear disposable ones. Okay. But I wear them repeatedly. <sighs> Never wash those. And I have this very nice one from Union Hall Supply Co. up mm-hmm. in Saratoga. I paid too much money to just, you know, throw it to the bottom of my car. And I only washed it. Not because I was like, hmm, I've worn it a few times. I should wash it. Mm. Uh, I just had like allergies and there was like a stain and I wasn't going to put it back on again. So I threw it in the wash. Do you ever try to sneeze into your mask or try not to sneeze into your mask? Um, I I don't mind sneezing into the mask. Oh my God. All right. Let's start the show. I can't have this on my show. Ready, set, go. What's up? Welcome to the Buttonista podcast. Hello. Hello. It is me, the Buttonista Coming today from where we should always be doing our podcast, which is the Box Podcast Studio at Troy Innovation Garage, this place is set up for success. It is set up for podcasters like myself, and we just don't take advantage of it, Jack. I mean, we should be. Pandemic, I get it. We're mobile. We like to be here, there, and everywhere. But when you're in this room, you feel like you're in a recording studio. I feel like my headphones and my whole getup makes just a little bit more sense and they have everything we need, so we don't need to be like a bag lady slinging around, you know, equipment that sometimes you usually forget and then say, I'll be right back, and then you go get it. Run to CVS, yeah. We've done that a time or two before, but we're sitting here at the box where I originally started the show back in March in a land far, far away. I was optimistic, hopeful, just feeling a little lighter mentally, physically, all things considered, but we're here and we're back. And I feel just as safe as I did in March. That's anyway, a couple things to talk about today on the show. One, do I, I don't even know if I want to do a Sober October update. I'm done, baby. I'm getting $300 from you, Jack. You're three days away. I'm three days away, which is why I want to talk about it, because we're about to see a new month. Not a change of seasons, but October's over. We're going to kiss it goodbye. Heading into Halloween, which I'm not a fan of. So I think that's why I can probably make it through the rest of the month. You wanted to cancel Halloween. I wanted to cancel it. And then I kind of had this idea. I do want to have a good moment when I come out of this. A good post that we do to say I made it. And you hand me $300, which I just want to remind you again, while the red button's on, that's what you're going to do. What's the vision? I originally was like, maybe I'll go out and like clock strikes midnight, Cinderella that shit, and chug a beer. And then I realized it was Halloween. And I assume the millennials out and about in Saratoga will be celebrating against better judgment by our governor and our peers. And I just don't want to get mixed up in that. Not doing costumes. Haven't done costumes in years. So that idea is out. I'm usually asleep before midnight anyway. So that's out. Second idea. I'm either just going to wake up and chug a Miller Lite. Like it's going to be at my (laughs) pillow side. And I just go really in on the whole thing very dramatic probably very messy moment like Mm -hmm. just to prove that i did it but i think my third idea is more of a photo op and i don't want to release it yet i think you and i have to talk offline no you Um, gotta tell us 
All right, I want to, I have a clawfoot tub in my house in Saratoga. Clawfoot? Yeah, you know what that is, right? A foot with a claw? A clawfoot tub. It's like an old school, remember Ooh. Brian's house in, in uh, Boston with that weird ass shower curtain? Yes. It's like that. I don't have a shower curtain, but I think I need to stage a photo of myself appearing naked, covered in a 30 rack of Miller Lite. Poured out or no, just no, the no, hard no, beers? not poured out, just the hard beers. Why not? Thirty cans, because I, I don't, I can't waste beer. What the hell am I gonna do? Drink it out with a straw? Yeah, you're saying you're going all in. You gotta go. No, all no, 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 no. In. That's like four or five Wolf's Beer Garden birthday boots. If I had to fill up that. Welcome tub. back, baby. No, 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 no. Come no. on. I need product placement. I need the brand in there. I'm about to pick up a case tomorrow to start November first off strong, <laughs> and I want a staged like you above me, uh, not sexy by any means, but I just want like my my throne to be my bathroom full of Miller Lite. And I had another company reach out and say they wanted to be my first beer. And I had to respectfully decline. Was, who was it? Well, it was that Upstate Coffee Co. based in Gloversville, which they've yes. been trying to connect with us. Mm-hmm. And I guess they partnered on some sort of stout. With Can- Adirondack Brewery. Okay, yes. And they had said, we're going to send you some in the squad, which I said, as long as it's after November 1st, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. But I think I owe my first refreshment to Miller Lite, which yep. is only fair. It only feels right in my heart, all the grand gestures that they've put into place. But it's not about Halloween. It's not about me finishing this bet because we're transitioning into a new season. I'm calling it Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving season? Yes. It's very <laughs> short-lived. Um, it only matters to a certain amount of people. Okay. But I'm calling it Thanksgiving season Two very important things to talk about when it comes to Thanksgiving. One, do you read the paper? I do. Do you believe the phrase, bigger the better? Of course. Do you want to get the biggest newspaper of the year from the Times Union? Absolutely. Do you want, last question, and this is a good one. Do you want to go to Capitol Holiday Lights in the park for free? Stop asking dumb questions. Yes, yes, and yes. Yes, yes, and yes. So for $5, you could go to Capitol Lights in the Park for free if you buy the biggest and baddest edition of the Times Union. Maybe I'll fill myself up with a tub of Times Unions. (laughs) That would be a lot of paper cuts, but it would also be a lot of deals, discounts, head start on Black Friday. There's extra bonus content in there. There's a free pass to go celebrate the holiday season in your own bubble, in socially distanced fashion, driving around a park. That's not new with lights. And I know from last year, we were shocked. We filmed it. We, we Did we? Oh, you did. Yeah. And we went like, I think we went after the season. I think we went on the last night. Right. And they charged $20 for that. So $5 is a great deal. And we were like, 20 Yeah. And they were like, yeah, it's for charity. And we were like, which charity? Yeah. <laughs> like whoa, whoa, whoa. $20 for us to do a loop? A little loop around the park, which you could, yeah, I think you can walk it other times. Yes. But this paper... It's actually so good, you can pre-order it. So mm. if you want to pre-order it, you can pick it up at the Times Union on the 25th, I believe, maybe the 24th. We'll fact check. We'll include a link here in the podcast. And you're just going to get a jump start on all your deals, all your Black Friday, whether you're doing it online, clipping coupons, doesn't matter. It's the biggest edition of the paper this year. I wish I was going to be in it because I'm doing a lot of side hustle for the Times Union right now. A couple of things the botanistas would be interested in. I got some stories coming up for the bridal magazine. They call Val, which didn't really age well considering Ooh. Nexium. Yep. But it's called Val. It's not even called Vows. I thought it was called Vows. No, just Val. Just the Val. Not the, but like close <laughs> enough. So TU, we might want to revisit that one. But that's another piece you can look out for in the Times Union. 
I'll have to post about it because I don't know where that magazine goes. I don't. I just don't know. It's and top then secret. I also wrote a couple stories, three in fact, which is more than a couple, for Women at Work. It's their 10th anniversary. And this is relevant because I profiled three boss ladies who are doing cool shit, telling me a little bit about their life, their updates. I won't tell you who they are yet, but one of them owns a jewelry store. We talked a little bit about the bridal industry and how things are really hopping. You just went to a wedding recently, right? I did. Pandemic wedding. Yeah. And I was wondering, what has the foot traffic been like in jewelry stores? Like, who is dishing out all this, you know, free cash to to spend on something really meaningful? And she was like, basically everyone. And she said some good advice that I want to say. And I thought it was very nice. She said, during stressful times, people rely on their friends and family. And they realize how close, important people to them are. And they want to keep them as close as possible. So all the celebrations that have happened this year and these past few months are even more meaningful and even more kind of a sign of the times to be like, hey, this is terrible, but I don't want to let you go or this go and I want to make the most out of it. And I thought that was a good lesson. So I've been sharing it across the board. Some people did let some things go during the pandemic. And then there were the divorces. Right. there, Yeah, there were the divorces, (laughs) the breakups. But if you really love someone and you're as clingy as me, it would be a good idea to just lock that shit down. 2020 was the year to prove that. Yeah. And I think that's good, right? Yeah. It gives me a reason to not seem so crazy. It's like, well, I want you close because, like, things are weird right now. And, like, I just need you. If you can make it through 2020, we can make it forever. We're counting down the days at this point. And so who's the other one? The other people I talked about in the yeah. Times Union. So that was Kimberly Adams Russell. I just oh, said I, I wasn't going to say. She owns Frank Adams Jewelers. She was really cool. Uh, we talked to Sarah May from Puzzles and Schenectady. Love them. She had that cafe with uh, autism and disabilities and being employed in her space. And then I also talked to Heidi Sakari of Franklin Alley. And she's a super cool chick. She spent a lot of time in the great outdoors during the pandemic. And that mm-hmm. kind of helped her like zen out and feel like she was reset and recharged, which is kind of like the other half of, I think, what people have been doing in 2020. Yes. You know? So that felt good. But... The way I wanted to end 2020 and my transition here, it's a little bit different than if you're outdoors like sunbathing. You say sweater weather is the best weather there is. Sweater weather is better weather than any weather there is. Sorry. There's a sort of vest a shortage. Weather, vest weather is the best weather. Vest weather. Is the best weather. Well, as the buttonista, I do want to one-up you for a second because I am here to announce yet again. I don't know why I keep doing this. I got to stop. Why not? I'm feeling. You know Why? I ate my signature Troy Innovation Garage snack right before you got here, and I'm feeling wild. 12-incher? Not a 12-incher. I had one the other day. It was kind of disappointing. Um, <laughs> I had it at work, not elsewhere. Okay. Um, salt and vinegar chips, Utz brand, which is like I think like the cheapest brand there is, but they had did a ton of advertising during the uh, Major League Baseball playoffs. Like that little Utz girl, mm-hmm. she was like waving in the stands like at every game. Okay, I and, see her. And I was like, okay, you got me, guys. Utz chips and sour straws. So the sour straws at Night Owl News today were expired, so I tried those. They claim to be the original. Original since when? What does it say on the front? The original since 1985, which is hard to believe. That's the original. It was hard to believe, and I said, let me try it. I did get sour spaghetti straws as a backup, but I will say those are the real deal. Those are the original. I'll do a little ASMR for the for the girls. Oh my God, don't do a little ASMR for the girls. 
Your wish is my command. Wow, that was actually, that's a good ASMR food. Oh, is it working? Oh, it's, it's working. It's, I'm thinking about that 12-incher again, not yours. Sorry to let you down. I know, you really did. Um, so that's why I'm feeling weird, because all the alcohol is officially out of my system. Now the sour straws and the chips are coming in. You know, I've been eating donuts, and I haven't been eating poorly, but I've been a little more generous with my intake to make myself feel whole and complete again. So... Anyways, it is turtleneck season. That's what it is. Girls don't really wear vests. Of course, we all wear sweater weather, better vest weather stuff. Sweater weather is better weather than any weather there is. Sweater weather is better weather than any weather there is. All right. Nice. Turtleneck season is the reason. That's what I'm going to say. That's it? Yeah. For, for what? For now. I got to think of the rest. Turtleneck season is the reason that we're breezing that we're breezing uh, that doesn't really make sense because it keeps you insulated we'll come back to that we're workshopping it. turtleneck season is the reason for treason i i that was the only word i could think of because robbers what do they wear turtlenecks exactly i think treason i think of like uh politics shit and i don't know if they wear like turtlenecks like in the white house mm, i can oh. see joe biden wearing a good turtleneck another quick seg we're gonna talk about voting but does Donald Trump, like when you're president, do you have to wear the same outfit all the time? Like, hey, Arnold? Like, no. He that, only wears the red tie, right? He alternates between red and blue, but that's just his look. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I was getting like a, hey, Arnold, like kind of what day is it? Like, wake up in bed, like disoriented mm-hmm. vibe from all of his outfits recently. But I guess Joe does the same thing. They keep making fun of his aviators. Like on Saturday Night Live, they did a good. I mean, you gotta, yeah, you gotta get your He's like, let me put my mask on, and then he just puts the sunglasses on. Here's this. Take take a second if you need to, but what would your signature look be as president? Like, Hillary had the the pantsuit. Kamala's got, you know, like, she doesn't wear pants. She wears, like, the sneakers. She's got, like, the cool hipster girl look going Mm -hmm. on. Hey, I'm relatable. I'm not 50. Stop asking me my age. Yeah. What would the buttonista's presidential look be? Oh, I have the perfect answer for this. I actually wrote a blog back in 2016 about Hillary Clinton's pantsuits. We did a little uh, Queen of England. Like, we put it all together and we just talked about that look and how iconic it is. But it needs an update. It needs to be fresh. And that's where Hillary fell short. Probably why she lost the race. Perhaps. Not her emails. Who gives a F about her emails? <laughs> it was the pantsuits. If you can't pull off a good tailored 21st century pantsuit, clean out your closet. Start over. It's just not happening. Mm-hmm. I would one-up Hillary... I would go a little bit more chic than Kamala. I would wear a jumpsuit Ooh. for a few reasons. One, it's a power move, but it's feminine. It still means that you're down to business. They could have a nice flair. They could be tight, nice accentuation on the waist, ladies. Do some belts, maybe a, a puff sleeve. Pantsuits are a game changer. It would be my second look at a wedding type of thing. Second reason, though, this is important. Being president... Must be very stressful. You don't get a lot of alone time, right? You're always being asked by certain people what's going on. You got a whole posse. The only place your posse doesn't follow you is the bathroom. And when you wear a jumpsuit, you need a little extra time in there. I've said before on the record, I need a sign in front of every door that says, I'm not pooping, I'm just wearing a jumpsuit. Because I don't want people to think I'm in there, you know, digesting my 12-incher, I want them to know I just have some zippers, some clasps, some, you know, different things I need to do to get myself ready to walk out that bathroom door. And as president, I can only imagine when you head in your bathroom, that is like your safe space. 
How do you feel about pee holes for jumpsuits? Don't feel good about it. Too messy. Did you ever see, though, they have this one thing that I might need? Because when I was fishing all the time this summer, like, you have to go to the bathroom eventually if you pack a six-pack of Miller Lite like me. And they actually sell, it's like a um, like a funnel for women to mm-hmm. use when they go to the bathroom outdoors. Yep. That's what I need. So if I was running for president wearing jumpsuits, that would be like my party favor. Like these long, like, <laughs> you know, uh, phallic looking, like vote for me, like pee hole things. Because peeing in a jumpsuit is is bad, but I'm turning it into an advantage where you could have a little extra alone time in the bathroom to pull yourself together. There so I go. think I'd be okay with that. It's a good answer. Thank you very much. Um, we were talking about turtleneck season and why it's the best. There's not really that much more to say. It's just the best. Go to Zara, stock up on your basics like I did the other day. That's a similar to the jumpsuit, though, where a lot of them have uh, their bodysuits now. Where they connect between the crotch? That Yes. Yeah. That would be the dic- the, dic- the dictionary definition. <laughs> um, but what's nice about a bodysuit for you, Jack, to know, it's nice and tight. So you can just slide it right underneath your skinny jeans, your high-waisted, no extra bulk going on. Mm-hmm. So... Girls, I know there's a few of you out there that don't like turtlenecks. My sister is one of them. She lives in Florida, so she's avoided it. But, like, she just thought she was too cool for a turtleneck. And, like, who's too cool to keep your neck warm? Like, who's too cool to, like, hide, like, your your pandemic double chin? I'll tell you, nobody's too cool for a turtleneck. You can't have enough of them. I'm like Arthur. Remember his little uniform? Yes. Like, little turtleneck, mm-hmm. maybe a sweater over the top. We're not thinking high fashion this winter, as I mentioned, with the boots. We need reliability. We need consistency. You can do so many different things with a turtleneck. If you're getting sexy, you can rip off that bodysuit, makes your bum look good when you don't have pants on. So turtleneck season is the reason. For treason. For for something. I will For sleazing. For sleezing it up <laughs> before you put your pants on because your bum hangs out if you got a thong one. Yeah, wow. it's kind of like lingerie-ish. Yeah, except for the turtleneck part is like the least sexy. That's the worst Listen, part about it. It's a it's a good surprise. Yes, and it makes your boobs look big if you wear a bra. There you go. Boom. Done. We have two choices for you here. Hit me. We're already at 18 minutes. My God. Two choices. One, Trader Joe's. Or? Voting. And I have to vote on this one. You got to vote on what do you want me to talk about? Uh, Is... Trader Joe's more timely than voting, which comes no. around once every four years? No. So hit me. We got to talk about voting. I'm going to call this segment, Nobody Asked Me But, Ooh. Jack. Okay. It's not going to come out perfect. I have a lot to say here, and it's just slightly, potentially controversial. But I want you to know, I mean well. I am doing this with all the good things in mind, because I encourage you, and I encourage you to vote and exercise your right. But what I will say is that I, too, have been encouraged to vote on social media. Mm -hmm. I have been asked by countless, countless individuals, from celebrities to peers to my own father, to exercise my right to vote. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. But I just feel a little bit of pressure. Very subtle. I feel a very subtle pressure when you take a picture of your golden doodle dressed in red, white, and blue... And you say vote. And maybe I zoom in. Maybe I look at the hashtags that say hashtag vote. Hashtag 2020 election. Hashtag get that fucking orange head out of office. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought you wanted me to just vote and use my right. 
that's what I should do. But instead, I feel a very subtle pressure from particularly those on the left, and I'm not saying anything about my own politics in this, it's just an observation, that the pressure and the social media buzz around voting feels very one-sided. And it makes me feel like, God forbid, if I voted for the opposite candidate, you would then tell me like, F your vote. Don't vote. Like, stay home. You have to quarantine. You can't go to the polls. You can't mail it. You can't even leave. Just don't vote. And I don't know what that is, but every post just feels, I feel that that JB energy. JB? Joe Biden. <laughs> Which reminds me of that T.I. song. You can have whatever you like. I used to think it was, as long as you got me, you don't need Joe Biden. As long as you got me, I don't need nobody. That's what I literally thought it meant. But I don't know what it is. I've seen so many posts, so many people saying, get out there and vote. And it's fine if you announce who you vote for. Mm -hmm. I guess. You said it was okay. Yeah. Endorsements are a part of the game. I know. But like, I wonder if I just commented on somebody's like somewhat neutral looking post. And I can show you some examples. We'll roll them in here of what I specifically mean. If I commented and I said, I voted too go Trump, I would get attacked on social media. And I think as a millennial, I've read a couple things recently that make me feel like free speech and open thinking and like agreeing to disagree is over. Like I don't think people are as accepting of that. And I feel this hate and this negativity towards, you know, well, a vote for Trump is a vote against women. A vote for this person is a vote. That means you hate this. Like, if you vote for this person, we can't be friends or I can't go to your business anymore. And I I just don't really understand that logic. Like, if you don't dress the way that I like, like, we can still be friends. If you don't, you know, if you don't drink and I drink or you smoke and I don't smoke, like, we can still be friends. You know, there's certain things that, yes, are, like, intolerable. But, like, that's how someone feels and what someone believes. Like, let them go. We let you guys go with your other views. And I'm not saying I feel any certain way about whoever. Like, it, I don't really. But I don't like that pressure of like, I'm right and you're wrong. So like, you vote, you exercise your right, but you come with me and you go over here and you vote the way I want you to vote. Because people even saying things like, every vote counts. Like, it matters so much. You're saying it matters because you want him to go. Mm-hmm. Which is implicating that you think everybody who's going to vote is going to come with you. And I just don't, I don't know if that's right. Like, it's fine that you feel that way. But to say, like, I'm not going to support you, like that ad. Remember that Heineken ad where they sat all these different people down? I think it was done in, like, Germany or wherever. And they just said, hey, come have a conversation and see if you leave as friends. And they didn't know anything about the person. But at the end, it would be like, this person thinks, like, you know, abortions are bad. And this Mm -hmm. person thinks, like, they're okay. Yeah. And at the end, it was like, now that you know this about that person, would you choose to, like, have another beer with them? And, like, most people in the video, they make it seem like they're not going to do it. They're going to just say, like, screw you. Mm -hmm. And they come back and they sit. And where did that go? Like, where did being able to talk about your views and your perspective with other people, where did that go? I think social media uh, has played a major role in dividing people. So in a perfect world, how do you want somebody to encourage you to vote? I just think, and I've seen people do it the right way where they just, they just stay neutral. Like just, not that you have to come out and say like, no matter who you vote for, like it's still important. But I just, 
I really do. I see so much on social media and maybe it's because I know people or I have a little bit more background and I see the context of like what somebody posts like throughout a longer period of time. But I just feel, especially as a younger person, like there has to be other young people that there has to be young people out there that like that, like Trump. Like there just has to be like you. it's not like nobody likes him. I mean, some people don't like him. I think he's an idiot, obviously, but there's things that you can respect. But instead of like sitting down with someone you disagree with and saying, let's have a conversation like here's the things I don't like about Trump. I don't like what he says about women. I don't like what he says about Black Lives Matter. I don't like what he does. But here's the things I do like and appreciate about him. I like what he's done for this. He's gotten these prisoners of war out of jail. He's done these four things. So meet me in the middle. Like, mm-hmm. talk about it with me. Where the people on the left are just, he's such a monster. He's so evil. It's so bad. And I've watched the debates. I don't know what Joe Biden's talking about. I don't know what Trump's <laughs> talking about. Like, and you can't get anybody, I guess, to a point of indifference where they don't vote. That's the worst thing. And I think sometimes the, the uh, like, the weight on one side or the other makes people who are in the middle feel indifferent and makes them, like, kind of like turn back into their shell and say like, well, I just don't want to participate because I feel too much pressure from here. I feel too much from here. And rather than decide what you really like and don't like about somebody and basing it off of that, like just because of like certain key things, like that's where people want to go. And I just wish you could tell people like, why do you like Joe Biden? Because he's better than Trump like that. So you should feel that way too. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's the answer. So I think just play it neutral like go vote but don't judge someone if they don't vote for who you don't want them to vote for like that's plain and simple let people live their life I don't like red cars you drive a red car so I'm gonna get in your car and drive around I hate to make it sound simple but I just feel like people are so forceful on social media now with everything well there's a lot at stake there is a lot at stake but let people make their own decision That's That's all. Just let people make their own decision. I understand it's important to talk about it, but you don't always have to talk about it. Not everything boils down to everything. Like, just, it just creates like a, an energy. Here's the energy I'm feeling. You're going to vote for Kanye. No, (laughs) I cannot vote for, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, let people have their opinions. That's all. I know a lot of people that go one way and I might not agree with all the Trump, 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 but I will listen. I will listen and say, that's great. You go make that vote. It's going to be a hell of a race. Is it? Will yes. we find out in one day? No, they said because there's so many mail, mail-in votes that it's going to take a few days to process and then, oh. you know, perhaps a civil war will start. We'll see. It's a lot to process. And I'm not just saying this because I get most of my political information from SNL. I don't. That's not true. Don't even think about that. That is not true at all. Go out and vote. Do your thing. Buy the Times Union's Thanksgiving biggest edition. It's huge. It's the best paper there ever was.